The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, we've got a special episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friend Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses, scale organic search traffic, and educate their organizations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's an episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, my name is Tyson from Previsible.io, and this week we're talking about all things SEO testing. Joining me is Will Critchlow, who is CEO of SearchPilot, which is an SEO A-B testing platform and meta CMS that enables rapid SEO changes for large websites. So far this week, and I have talked about SEO testing fundamentals, SEO Moneyball, and today we're continuing the conversation by discussing testing cadence and objectives. All right. Here's my conversation with Will Critchlow, the CEO at SearchPilot. Will, welcome back. Great to be back again, Tyson. Yeah, so we've already, we've covered a fair amount already from kind of how to be thinking about SEO testing, some of the differences of that, and then, you know, how we should be advocating kind of strategizing our SEO initiatives that we're putting forth for implementation. Now, 
I think one important aspect that we haven't touched on yet is cadence and frequency and pace. And so we've talked a little bit about how we're selecting pages that we can run tests on, types of tests that we can be running. But what can you share with the listeners on cadence for SEO testing? Yeah, so this leads quite naturally out of the stuff we were talking about yesterday around Moneyball, actually. My presentation segued a little, we talked about the awkward multi-sport analogies. So I managed to segue from basketball to casinos as well. If you, my analogy was, if you walk into a casino and bet on a single roulette number, right, you might win once. That actually happened to a friend of mine, walked in, first bet of the, of the weekend, won, you know, $1,000 on a, a, a single number roulette. I think he, he actually bet on red 23, right, MJ's number. But then that might happen. But do that another 100 times and sure thing, you're definitely going to lose your money. And the pro tip instantly is go and do that in a different casino and they'll just think of this high roller who's come in and blown $1,000. Whereas uh, the first casino is the, uh, it just saw, saw the less picture. But anyway, this is not a betting tips uh, podcast. The key is when you have a statistical advantage, you want to play more. And in this analogy, we're the house, we're the casino, right? So if you're playing roulette, you're at a statistical disadvantage. The house has the advantage. And so the benefit, if you have the advantage, is to play more. And so we go back to our first analogy, in basketball, that same thing has happened. So over that 20-year time span I was talking about where we saw the evolution of the shot chart, the pace of the game has also picked up. So on average, teams are having 10% greater number of possessions per game in the same amount of time that they were having 20 years ago because they've realized that once they've got that statistical edge, they've figured out they should be taking more three-point shots and fewer mid-range shots. Every possession is worth that little bit more to them than it is to their competition. And so they push the pace, they run faster, and they have more of them. Extending that to our world in SEO, testing cadence is one of the key ways that you can set goals around a testing program. And this is actually backed up by more than just my casino analogies. There's been some great academic research that actually came out of Bing, where the Microsoft folks did a load of testing of different approaches. Back to the the conversation we had the other day, where I mentioned that I very strongly believe we're doing business, not science. They essentially tested business versus science. So option one was try and test just to rule things in or out as quickly as you can and focus on test throughput and try not to do too much work to pre-filter your test ideas because you might accidentally throw out a good one versus science, which is pre-filter, do a lot of thinking, do a lot of deep thought and then run very long tests to get to as great a statistical confidence as you can. And the punchline is they discovered that the first approach works better. So having a, a, an approach where you do less pre-filtering, you try not to be too self-critical with your ideas, you just test them, just put them out there. And you do that as quickly as possible. As soon as the test is not winning, turn it off. And you don't necessarily wait for super high levels of statistical confidence. You say, we're just pretty sure this isn't a bad idea. Let's go, let's go, keep going and push this faster. So that's definitely an approach that we're talking about with a bunch of our more sophisticated customers. Well, I feel like that's a a key also kind of like paradigm shift is it's moving less away from the focus of I need to have the absolute best results from this one recommendation for a client or your own website that you're working on. And it's more into it's the velocity and to your analogy, if we're the house, the more bets that we have on the table, the better our input and bottom line business impact is 
But I feel like that's something probably all the perfectionists out there are kind of like twisting and <laughs> kind of feeling a bit uncomfortable because now it's you're shifting what the mindset of the goal has to be in ambition to have the biggest bottom line impact. But I think like that in itself, similar to the last episode, is a really significant piece that it's like as SEOs and also leading and guiding into the organization that we have to kind of put in place with it is the cadence also somewhat fixed or I guess constrained by size of website, whether it's number of visitors coming through organic search, number of pages, like are you kind of balancing what's the rate that the organization can run at? What's the size or the framework of what I'm operating on? Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Like, are there any other factors that you're kind of pulling in or real world factors that may limit or kind of control what cadence or pace you can run at? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely, you can influence some of those things, but there are definitely uh, some constraints. I think just, so just briefly to your previous point, I think there is a mindset shift. But I also think it's very aligned with the way that SEO actually works, which is that there is not a single static, perfect right answer. You know, even though the optimization of SEO kind of hints that maybe there would be, because it's a dynamic game. Google is changing, your competitors are changing. You're not going to reach some kind of platonic ideal of a website that is the right answer forevermore. You're going to keep changing it, keep implementing it. New structured data is going to come out. Your competitors are going to change something. Google algorithm is going to change. And so it's an iterative, dynamic process anyway. And so that, to my mind, just pushed us even more towards that mindset of continual evolution, continual processing and continual shifting. So coming back to the constraints question, there definitely are some constraints. So there's there's organizational constraints. How quickly can you come up with ideas? There's size of website constraints. How many testable site sections do you have? So how many simultaneous tests can you have in flight at any one moment? And or how big is the website? So if you have a really big site section, you can chop it up into sub-site sections, each of which might be testable simultaneously. All of those things will give you some constraints on, on the top end of how fast you can run. I think for the most part, we see the organizational constraints dominate. So they tend to correlate, 
right? The teams that can churn out hundreds and hundreds of test ideas also tend to have the bigger websites where they can run tests faster. So that yeah. it tends to be an organizational constraint. And often you might need to get sign off, even though you're only testing these things, you need to run them through different stakeholders. We have a whole like racy process to understand who needs to be consulted, who needs to be informed for different kinds of tests. But what I'm talking about when we're focusing on cadence is really the things that are in our control. So all of those things exist. What can we control? Well, we can control, do we always have a test running in every testable section or sub subsection at all times? And that's something that we can control by always having a testing backlog ready, by proactively getting those things signed off before the previous test is finished. There's a load of like operational, organizational things. And then there's some statistical stuff. So we can say, well, when do we declare a test done? And we have a nice little kind of two by two for this around essentially how strong is our hypothesis and how expensive is this change? going to be. So if you have a very strong hypothesis that you really think this should be positive, then you might wait for a little bit more data. Whereas if you're just, it's a 50-50, we don't know, we're just going to test it and see what happens. You might say, you might believe it if it says, ah, there's no impact here. You know, and you might very quickly say, there's no impact here. There seems to be no statistical out output. Like, let's kill that one. Whereas you might wait a little longer to get to a bit more certainty if you were really bullish on that change. And similarly, you might be more prepared to roll something out on weak evidence if it's cheap. If the evidence is, you might just take balance of probabilities. You might take 60-40 and say, huh, you know what, it's cheap, let's go for it. Whereas an expensive change, you're going to want to run to a higher degree of statistical confidence so that you don't end up wasting that money, essentially. And so what we're then saying is just constrain that to as fast as possible, given what makes sense for the business, whatever that business is kind of comfortable, le comfort level with investment and uncertainty, then optimize for speed within those constraints. Excellent. Yeah. And I mean, it also brings us back to kind of the starting point where the objective behind this is positive business impact. So therefore, <laughs> using that kind of framework of strength of hypothesis, cost of implementation, I think makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of SEO Testing Week on the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Will, CEO at Search Pilot, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Will, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in the show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is at Will Critchlow, or visit his company's website, searchpilot.com. Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. 
So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.